Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Wheels Up. I'm Mark Robertson. This is our podcast that focuses on some of the more unusual stories we hear about the airlines, airplanes, and the people who work there and the people who fly. And once again, of course, we get a chance to talk to our friend Jay Ratliff. He is iHeartRadio's airline expert and a former airline executive. Hello, Jay. And good day. Good day. So we've got some very offbeat stories to share with you this this installment. But I want to start off with a cute story. And, of course, it times, it times in nicely because Southwest has just begun service to and from Savannah. So yes, we get, did. We, yes, so we get a chance to say something nice about them. And I know airlines are always looking for positive press, and I think this definitely got it for them. This is a, a family that went from California to Dallas. They got off the plane in Dallas and realized after the plane had left that the little boy's Buzz Lightyear action figure is missing, and they assumed it was on the plane. You take you take it from there. Well, I mean, they they figured it was lost. They didn't know exactly where it was for sure. And uh, of course, anybody that's seen Toy Story knows that if you ever find a Toy Story, you know, toy, you just look at the feet to see what name as far as who it belongs to. Mm-hmm. And at the next at the next uh, airport, I don't know if it's Little Rock. I yeah. can't recall, but Little Rock. Yeah, uh, an agent found the toy on the aircraft as they were cleaning and said, "Oh, this belongs to someone." Found the name, I think it was Haley or something like that on the bottom. Hagen. Hagen, thank you. And that, see, my 57 year old memories just have <laughs> But, um, and, and they went to the flight manifest and looked through every single passenger on board the airplane and saw that uh, this Hagen was on the flight. They had the address and they mailed it back to the family. And what I loved was they put a note in there saying, you know, Buzz was on a mission. I'm sorry he had to be away. He was needed here, blah, 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 blah and dropped it in there and sent it and it was it was so nice when the family got it got it to the to the uh, child and of course the child is thrilled and in southwest they do what they normally do they go beyond what's expected and they have fun in the process and that's what that's what that airline does when you look at southwest which again was an airline that was by law not allowed to fly outside the state of texas for a bunch of years because of the powerful brand of American Airlines and others that were controlling things at that point, uh, they were really not an airline that was expected to survive. Mm-hmm. And at one time, the only way they did was if they could try to turn an aircraft. And you know how long it takes for an airplane to come in, get everybody off, get everybody on. I mean, it can be 30, 40 minutes at a time, sometimes an hour. They had a period of time where they had to make cash. They had to get the airplane, that silver revenue tube, in the sky as quickly as possible. And they had to turn that airplane in 10 minutes. Wow. They found a way to do it. But Southwest has always been the airline that does things differently than other people. And this story is just another in a very long line of stories of Southwest airline employees looking for opportunities to provide 
extraordinary levels of customer service. And when he, when that agent found that toy, it was like, hey, this is one of those times. Let's see if we can't save the day. And they certainly did. What I love about this is not only did they do it, what you said, they packaged them up, they sent them with a note, but they also took pictures of the action figure around the airport <laughs> as part of his mission. <laughs> that, that, that was, was kind of great. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, and it's nice because when you work wherever it is, you want to have fun doing what you do. You have fun. It, it shows. And people at the airport, and it's been a stress. I mean, you talk about a stressful time. The last year has been just yeah. horrific for the industry when you have friends getting laid off and a lot of different things that are happening, not knowing what's going to happen in the near future. So you look for opportunities to have some fun. And that's what that's what these people did. And once they got started, I mean, I think they could have gone on for another two weeks having fun with it. They probably played more of that toy than the boy did when you look back at all this, the stuff they did. I love it. I, I thought that was a that was a great shot in the arm for for Southwest. Yeah, well done. Yeah, well done. Absolutely. We're talking with uh, Jay Ratliff, iHeartRadio's airline expert, former airline executive, and this is Wheels Up, our store, our uh, podcast about the uh, some of the offbeat stories that we hear about the airlines. This is uh, now we get into the offbeat stuff, and we begin with the. <laughs> A story again, masks and flying fists. Yeah, this was, uh, they were trying to board an airplane in, in Fort Lauderdale. Everybody, of course, is in the gate area, ready to board. Everybody's trying to rush on board. And all of a sudden, the boarding process stops. And and then it's delayed, delayed, delayed. And finally, an announcement's made, hey, we've got some individuals that are not wearing their mask. We, unfortunately, are, are, are needing to get them off the airplane. So everyone be patient. And as they took off the women that were defying the, the instructions of the uniform crew member, everyone in the gate area started booing and cheering, clapping that they're getting kicked off the airline air, aircraft. And the people coming off kind of took exception to it. Well, then they start kind of going back and forth verbally. And the next thing you know, fists start flying, and here we go. You have a, you have a mini brawl that breaks out in the gate area of the flight, and the law enforcement's called, and they, you know, they do what they can to kind of get everyone separated. But it's just another instance of the the high tension, high anxiety, if you will, of this mass situation. And you know, we we've been at this for such a long period of time. I don't understand how people forget the fact that you know you need to wear a mask, and you know. There's been times Sherry and I travel, and we're in states that are relaxed on the mask policy, mm-hmm. and you get used to not wearing it when you go into restaurants and yeah. do different things. And and uh, yesterday or excuse, earlier this week, right, Sherry and I are, are driving back to Ohio, and we stop into a place and we go into this Gold Star Chili to get some uh, get some food that we've been craving. And you know, I left my mask in my vehicle. And uh, the guy that was there uh, kind of, I thought, jumped all over me. He didn't. He simply reminded me that I needed to wear a mask. I'm, I'm a guy. I don't like being told what to do. And, you know, I kind of huffed and puffed and went back and got my mask because I wanted to eat and came back in. But you, you just, we all get tired of it. And and that's the situation that we had here. And, unfortunately, you have emotions on both sides of the fence. And uh, we have occasion after occasion where, unfortunately, these situations are elevated to the point where you have actual physical, uh, you know, fights that that break out as a result of this, and it's it's unfortunate. I'm I'm I am so ready to get on the other side of this, mm-hmm. where masks are a distant and painful memory of you know things that we've had to endure, because uh, I'm ready to get past it. Yeah, I just wonder if, when the the mask policies begun begin to get lifted. I wonder if airlines are going to continue to require passengers to wear them. 
That's a great, great point because airlines are trying to prove they care. They're trying to prove that we are putting you first. And it's almost nauseating because some of the things they're doing when they first came out and said, we care so much, we're going to block off that middle seat. And there's this roar across the country about how socially conscious these airlines are and and shouldn't other companies be doing what they're doing, blah, blah, blah. And I'm back there, you know, holding my hand up and saying, excuse me, they only have 12 people on a flight. What's the big <laughs> deal if they block off that middle seat or not? And the minute they started losing money, a lot of it, the airlines last fall thought, you know what? It's okay that we start selling those middle seats because they're losing money. It had nothing to do with social con- conscience. It had all to do with perception. And that's why last year it was, it was ridiculously funny to watch how they pivoted the minute that they started losing money and a lot of it, and they saw other airlines relaxing their policy because it is really safe to fly with masks and blah, blah, blah. And it's because more people are flying. There's no way they wanted to continue blocking those middle seats because that's lost revenue. Mm-hmm. Are any of the airlines, according to what you've read so far, are any of the airlines even considering either a special section or provision for people who've been vaccinated to go on without a mask? No. At this point, no. Now, there, there is a lot of talk internationally in certain parts of the world, Australia being one of them, that they're saying the only people who should be allowed to fly internationally are those who have proven they've had a vaccine. And there is a, there's a real effort afoot here to push this initiative so that if you're going to be flying internationally anywhere, that you would have to first prove that you've had the vaccination. And, of course, the next step is would these countries do it for domestic flights? Would the United States do it for domestic flights? And, 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 and the obvious answer is, well, there's no way they could. But remember, you have airlines trying to prove how much they care. You have all this stuff going on. So please, I think if the last year's taught us anything, never say never, yeah. because you just don't know what's going to happen. So uh, I, I think if the if the government came out tomorrow and said that the masks are no longer required, enough people have been vaccinated, we've we've hit the herd mentality numbers, whatever it might happen to be, your, your mask you can put in the drawer and forget about, or in the trash can in our in, in many people's minds. Mm-hmm. How many airlines would do that? And the thought is, I don't know that all of them would immediately drop the ball. Because I'm reminded of when the mask became an issue and airlines said, hey, we're going to recommend that everybody wear them unless you have a medical issue. If you don't have a medical issue, you don't have to wear it. Well, when 50, 55 percent of the plane showed up with a medical condition (laughs) that prevented them from wearing a mask, um, people started taking pictures of flights that they were on where like a third of the people were wearing masks and airlines were absolutely crucified across social media. And the airlines immediately responded and said, we can't have this. We can't have the perception out there that we don't care about the people. So they immediately pivoted again, based on the social media pressure to uh, make it a mandatory for everyone two years of age and older to have a mask if you're going to fly. They actually said, if you can't wear the mask, don't fly or find someone else to fly. They became militant. Mm -hmm. And and that's why I think if airlines immediately did what the government said and stopped and people started taking pictures saying, you know, we're not sure if it's still safe to fly. And these pictures got out there and went viral. I think that there would be some airlines that say, you know, just out of precaution, we're going to keep these things on for, you know, the foreseeable future. And then, of course, the, the question to ask at that point is, 
are airlines that relax it seeing more people fly or less? And then, of course, the airline industry is all about follow the leader. So if you see more people flying where they don't have to wear a mask, very quickly you would find all the marketing people in the, in the PR departments trying to figure out how they can word it to, mm-hmm. to announce it. You know, basically, you don't need a mask. Come on. We'll, we'll take your money. So right. we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Right. Okay. Uh, all right. So a from, a, from a, a fight that broke out over masks, we go to Charleston, South Carolina, just not up the road from here, and apparently an, a fight that broke out on a plane. But this apparently had nothing to do with masks. It was some guy that went to the bathroom, apparently came back, and according to witnesses on the plane, he was restless, he bounced around, and then got into a fight where he allegedly bit off, bit off a man's ear. No, we can. He didn't bite it off, but he bit it. And bit. I mean, it was a serious injury. And um, the whole idea was that this guy took some some sort of, he said, medication out of his overhead, you know, the, the storage compartment out of his luggage, took that, and that's kind of when he went ranting and raving and got to- totally out of control. Now, of course, the stories that you see, there's no mention of an air marshal because air marshals aren't on the vast majority of flights. So it's the flight crew and fellow passengers that are trying to help subdue this guy. And they were doing it, but he was still a little bit out of control. But we don't need an air marshal because we had a doctor on board with a big old syringe of Benadryl. And he gave it to him right in the butt, and it subdued him. And the way they went, they were able to continue the uh, – uh, the flight until, well, actually, no, they had to divert that. But the, the point is that who needs an air marshal when you have a doctor that has that type of uh, <laughs> medication on board that can help subdue a passenger? So uh, it was one of the few times. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Times we had an onboard instance of late that did not involve a mask. But, again, it shows that, uh, well, two things. One, that the air marshal wasn't on board. But the other is just how willing passengers are these days, and thank God for them, that let the flight crew know, look, if you need an extra set of hands, I'm here to help. And many times I've been on board flights, and where I'm seated, I can watch people as they board. And many times they, they ask for the lead flight attendant, and they say, look, I'm I'm law enforcement, military, former airline, whatever. If you need an extra set of hands, I'm seated in row, whatever. Come get me if you need me. And believe me, the flight attendants really appreciate that type of cooperation because these days, uh, look, if there's any onboard disturbance, you're going to have more than enough people rushing forward to help. And we had another example of that here. Yeah. Well, well, apparently from what I was reading in this very offbeat story, he um, he – Found the, the substance in his pocket, took it, and then in court, when he was after he was arrested, he said it's it's not what they say it is. It's a special kind of cat tranquilizer, which of course doesn't explain why he was taking it. I think it's a great story though because it took him that long to come up with that, but that's good. You know, I mean, we, it's 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 either alcohol, sometimes it's medication, sometimes people are taking prescribed medication, right. and they just they've taken too much, right. and, and that's why we were always told at the airport. You never told somebody you look drunk. We can't let you on the plane. You say you appear to be under the influence of something, 
and as a result, it's just not safe for you to fly right now. So we're going to work with you to put you on another flight, and we'll and we'll take very good care of you. So, and you get them away from that particular flight. Sometimes they make it through. Sometimes it's not till they're on board the flight that they take something or have too much to drink, and that's when the problem uh, comes out. And a lot of times those flights are forced to divert land in, in another city. And when they do. Uh, many times the airlines are now sending a bill <laughs> right. to the passenger saying, hey, you're responsible for this uh, diverted landing, and it cost us, you know, thirteen, eighteen, twenty-three thousand dollars $23,000, whatever, and uh, we expect you to pay us back. So the flight was going uh, from Newark, New Jersey to Miami and was just was um, uh, uh, taken off the taken off route, and, and they landed emergency in Charleston. So mm-hmm. theoretically, he could be saddled with a bill for the delays and any other problems. And any rerouting that has to be done uh, to the passengers who, if they were going to catch uh, an international flight or wherever it might happen to be, um, they would have to take care of that as well. We had a United Airlines passenger that uh, diverted a a San Francisco or L.A. to flight to Asia, uh, I think Tokyo, and they had to make an emergency landing in Anchorage and to get him off. And when they did, the crew timed out. They couldn't take off that day. They had to wait until the next day. So they had to put everybody up in hotels, and the bill on that was nearly $50,000. And the man was obviously banned from ever flying United again and probably put on the TSA no-fly list and was also at a point where, um, you know, he had to pay back uh, United uh, nearly $50,000 as a result. Plus, if there's anyone on that plane that missed an important business meeting, funeral, wedding, whatever – very good chance that someone could come after him in civil court as well. And uh, so, I mean, that type of a situation could easily lead to eight or ten years of nonstop legal headaches because of how you acted for, you know, 30 minutes or whatever on board a flight. Yeah. The only other thing I was curious about, you might you might know, it. The, the, according to the story, the man who was bitten – or whatever happened to him, uh, when they landed in Charleston, he was provided medical aid. Does the airline cover that expense, or is that his? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because what's going to happen is it's not going to be the the passenger who's going to be responsible for the medical treatment in a situation like that, because the passenger's not the one that was responsible Mm -hmm. for what happened. And, of course, from an airline standpoint, one of the other concerns is that you're worried about the passenger being attacked suing because if it's if it can be proven uh that this individual was acting in an irregular fashion prior to boarding the flight the position is going to be taken from someone suing the airline look you had an opportunity to keep this individual off your flight you failed to do so by failing to do so you put my client in harm's way and he had a medical issue he had trauma he had stress he might even suffer from you know the PTSD to, to, you know, for years mm-hmm. and all this and that. So, I mean, it's something that the airlines are going to do everything they can to try to keep people as happy as they can. So in a situation like that, you're not going to have some guy, <laughs> guy bleeding and somebody leaves you and says, can we have your insurance card? It's just not, <laughs> yeah, it just it just doesn't work that way. That's good. Okay. I didn't there may be it. a day, though, there may be a day that it goes that route. But uh, thankfully, and it, unless things have changed majorly, in the last uh, few months, I don't think that's the case. Okay, that's good to know. Um, there's also a story about um, John Kerry, the former presidential candidate, um, apparently traveling because he wasn't wearing a mask. Right. It was a picture that was taken aboard an American Airlines flight last last week mm-hmm. 
where it looked like he had a mask over his left ear and it was just kind of dangling off the left side of his face, but it obviously wasn't on his face, or mouth, or nose, right? He wasn't eating or drinking. He was reading a book or looking at something. So this picture snapped. And all of a sudden, it goes viral. And they're like, yeah, here we go. You know, John, If you're John Kerry, you don't have to abide by the federal r- law of wearing a mask. And, and I've been asked about it a lot. And, and, it's, and it's like, well, I do believe that many times there are different sets of rules for different people. Mm-hmm. I'm never, never going to say that's not the case. But, you know, we didn't hear from the American Airlines flight crew. We didn't hear from other passengers. And American management was pressed for some sort of an explanation. And, and, and it, it was a legitimate question. You know, how, how are you allowing this to happen? And Americans' response was, look, none of our crew members saw it. If they did, we would have told him to put it back on like any other passenger. And if he failed to abide by the restrictions repeatedly, he would have faced the consequences. So the idea that no one else there in first class was even aware, of, apparently, of what was going on, uh, and there were no other stories, no other tweets, no other whatever that people would, you know, flood social media with if they were witness to something like this. Um, in absence of all that, you know, to me, it, it was probably a, it was a non-story. And uh, I've had people look closely at the picture and they say, well, it looks like Carrie's glasses were a little bit fogged up. And I don't wear glasses, but they say if you have a mask with glasses, unless you're wearing them to the tip of your nose, your glasses are going to fog up. And it could have been they fogged up. He dropped it down for a a minute and then put it back on. And it might have been something that, you know, I don't know that his reaction to it was as it should have been because he he kind of denied it and then walked it back when the picture came out. But uh, to me, it wasn't that big of an issue because people were calling for him to be fined and banned from flying and all these other types of things. And, you know, just as a reminder, people can be fined. The FAA came out uh, recently and said they believe anyone that does not comply with the mask requirement should be fined $20,000. But understand that that's only after you've been requested by a uniformed flight member to put your mask on and you fail to do it after repeated attempts when they ask you. And then if it doesn't happen, then you face some problems. Uh, Flight attendants are not looking to catch somebody with their mask down and they slap them with a fine upside the head that could be as much as $20,000. Those types of individuals are are people that repeatedly over and over and over and over again just refuse to comply with the flight attendant's instructions, and they're the ones that get into trouble. Well, even though technically American Airlines, yeah, it was American, said that um, there was no report from a crew member or a passenger about the carry thing, if if somebody took the picture and posted it, that's kind of a comment. And I don't know if the person posted it with saying, you know, why is he being given preferential treatment or not? I didn't see the post, the tweet, whatever it was. Well, all you got to do is put that out there. People will fill in the blanks themselves in a heartbeat, and you know that. So, uh, but again, you and I know that these days, and it's unfortunate in many regards, anytime something happens, it's all over everywhere. And uh, the, the absence of a lot of different comments, pictures, video, these types of things makes me think, and believe me, I'm not a John Kerry fan in any way, shape, or form or fashion, but I am willing to give him the, the benefit of the doubt here because absent of anything beyond just a quick picture, you know, we don't know what's going on. Right, so. right. Okay. Uh, last thing I want to ask you about was this um, uh, flight that was delayed after um, a crew was robbed. This is in Costa Rica, and yeah. apparently it was it was a couple of pilots and a couple of flight attendants got in a van to leave the hotel, and en route to the airport, I guess they were robbed. 
Yeah, people are going to think we're picking on American Airlines because it was an American Airlines <laughs> flight crew. Um, but they're, they're scheduled for, I think it was a 540 uh, flight, sometime mm-hmm. in the 5 o'clock hour. So right. they get on the hotel van uh, two hours before to, you know, 340 in the morning, and away they go. Now, there's not a lot of people on the, 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 the van leaving the, the hotel at 340 a.m., believe me. Sure. So you've got the two pilots, four flight attendants, and as they're progressing, the uh, van driver, uh, said, hey, there's some sort of mechanical problem. He gets out, and that's when guys with guns and knives jump onto the van, and they demand electronics, items of value from the flight crew. They get those, and the robbers, the thieves disappear. Uh, fortunately, you know, the, the crew complied. No one was injured, and uh, they had an investigation, and the, and the flight itself was delayed more than seven hours before they could go. And, of, of course, when you have crews at overnight at hotels, there's great – I shouldn't say great. I want to say there's great care taken which hotel you put flight crews in when you're a an airline. Mm-hmm. But I know the reality is you're looking for the air, the airport that hotel that's going to give you the best deal. And do they have reliable transportation? Sometimes they're not in the safest parts of town or there's other concerns that many times the union will go to management saying, look, you need to do a better job of protecting our employees, and certainly that's the case here, and I suspect that there'll be some changes. The good news, not only to the fact that they didn't get injured, was that I can't remember one time in the last 30 years where we've had a flight crew that the entire flight crew robbed as this group was. So it's a very, very rare instance, and I suspect the officials in Costa Rica are going to do a very good job investigating, trying to find out who was responsible uh, because the last thing you want is there to be a bunch of headlines about a part of the world here in Costa Rica that is not tourist-friendly, that you have to worry about being robbed on the way to the airport, not through public transportation, but by a hotel a van that should be the last thing you should ever have to worry about. Yeah, and when I read the story initially, the first thing I thought of is how many times does Wheel of Fortune give away trips to Costa Rica? All the time, because that's a great place to go. Yeah. And and unfortunately, this one story, you know, that, that's gone viral for all the obvious reasons, is uh, something that really is a lot of people concerned. And of course, I think American Airlines is going to respond. I think they're going to do well to to uh, make the necessary changes. And I'm sure. And again, I'm not a union kind of guy, but uh, being in management, but I, I suspect the union's going to do a good job of getting American to make some concessions here. Uh, to do a better job of protecting uh, their flight crew, because um, look, the last—they're getting ready for a busy day. They've got a lot of things on their mind. The last thing you're worried about is somebody actually robbing you at that hour of the morning. And uh, again, I'm—I can't say it enough. I'm just pleased that no one got hurt here. Right. Absolutely. All right, Jay. Well, thank you very much. It's always fun talking to you, and uh, I appreciate you listening to Wheels Up. If you have a comment or a question for Jay for a future installment, just shoot me an email. It's markrobertson at iheartmedia.com. We love hearing from you. And, Jay, thank you very much once again for uh, sharing some of your, uh, your knowledge and expertise. It's always fun to see how many stories are worth talking about in the time between our conversations because there's always something going on in the wild, wacky world of aviation. That's true. That's true. We'll see what happens next time on another installment of Wheels Up. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.